heroes. Hannah here. So we're trying out something new today. Because our full-length episodes are dependent on our game design cycle, which sometimes goes very slowly, we wanted to do something to keep the design doc feeds full in between these longer segments. Also, some of the episodes we've had in the bucket just don't feel right to release at the moment. We're in the middle of a global pandemic, and a lot of people are scared and suffering. Editing a long-form episode about the cultural merits of D&D felt exciting a month ago, and this week it just felt a little exhausting. So today we're introducing Design Dot, small meditations on life and game design. And today's story is about my friend Matt and about a bike on skis. Let us know what you think. My friend Matt is, at this point, the friend who's been in my life the longest. We dated in high school, and then again in college, and to this day we share custody over a terror of a dog. Her name is Wayne. Today I want to tell you a story about Matt. This story has nothing to do with game design, and everything to do with game design. It's not about dice, or game mechanics, or the how-to of the thing, though but the why of the thing. It's a story about a ski bike. So Matt doesn't do technology. We argue about it sometimes. I'm like, technology is life. You've got to embrace and evolve. You're in your 30s and you are already a cranky old man. Technology connects people, it saves lives, it propels societies forward. And Matt's like, what's a Twitter? He's not on Facebook, he hates email, he doesn't even really like texting. Which means it can be frustrating to try to keep in touch with Matt, but I've learned to accept that this is just Matt. Another thing about Matt is that he's always got a story, and his stories are always totally bananas. Like, something impossible to believe is always happening to Matt. And I might not believe it had I not been there for half of the stories. Matt's car was stolen and taken for a 24-hour joyride and eventually returned to him filled with hundreds of stolen cell phones. He almost got arrested driving an antique rock tumbler to an abandoned house in Pittsburgh. He helped navigate paramedics deep into off-trail woods on a camping trip when he came across a woman whose husband had had a sudden heart attack on a family hike. And Matt always mentions these stories really casually. It's like, hey, what have you been up to? And he's like, nothing much. Oh, wait, actually, I shattered every bone in my hand trying to lay the wooden bowl, but the doctors say the important bones will probably be fine. Some of Matt's best stories involve the things he's made, like wooden bowls, for example, and these beautiful wooden vases with test tubes and vintage light bulbs embedded inside of them. He doesn't make these things to sell. Sometimes they're gifts for friends, or other times they're just created for the sake of creation. Matt thinks... Wouldn't it be cool if? And so it happens. And that's how the ski bike came to be. A few months ago, I was hanging out with Matt, and I asked him the usual, what's going on? How are things? 
And he said the usual, nothing much. And then after a beat, he said, oh, did I show you the ski bike? So if what you're imagining right now is a bike, but mounted on a pair of skis, then you are correct. We went around to the back of the house, and there it was. He'd welded together a custom frame, removed the pedals, and replaced them with two bars to keep your feet out of the way during a mountain descent, and attached a short skinny ski to the front and a wider ski to the back for added stability. Finally, he'd finished the entire thing in a glossy spray paint with a yellow body and dark red skis, and it looked really cool. Does it work? I asked. I don't know, he said. Are you going to try to ride it? I asked. Hell yeah, he said. I've been thinking about the ski bike for the past few weeks. I've been making games for years, and sometimes I feel like my reasons for making games have become kind of hazy. Sometimes I don't know who I'm making games for and what I'm hoping to get out of it. Do I want to make a living, or do I want a lot of Twitter followers? Do I want to make weird niche games that can be appreciated by a small handful of people, or try to find my place in the spotlight making games with a broader appeal? I like to think that I'm doing this work because it's what I love, but sometimes it gets muddled by all the forward-facing parts, like posting on social media, feelings of support or lack thereof, and feeling overly attached to the fate or the reception of the end product. And then I think about the ski bike. It might ride. It might not. It might actually be super dangerous and a terrible idea. But it's not for anyone. Its existence is for the sake of creation, its creation an act of joy. Every bit of care has been put into its making, but its making isn't part of some grand design. The ski bike just is. Life is full of larger-than-life stories hidden behind an answer of nothing new. It's full of weird inventions and beautiful creations and people making bikes on skis just because they could. Reality has a lot of room for the wonderful and the weird. So this week I'm thinking about ski bikes. What would it mean to make a ski bike of a game? Goofy, improbable, brought into existence by a surprising dedication to manifesting something whimsical. I don't know what that looks like, but I think it's a really charming idea. What do you think? Heroes, with everything happening in the world right now, this is a great moment to be supporting games if you can. Games bring people together, and we know so many game makers creating for the sake of good. Today we wanted to tell you about Descent into Midnight, created by our friends Rich Howard, Taylor Labreche, and Richard Kreutz Landry. Descent into Midnight is a game about community, family, and hope. It's a tabletop role-playing game that takes place in a technologically advanced aquatic civilization whose culture has never been touched by humanity. Bioengineering and psionic or mental powers allow the strange and varied species to communicate and interact with their surroundings, no matter their physiology. In the game, players take on the role of guardians, defending their community from a physical, emotional, and even existential threat. The game focuses on the relationships between the guardians, the inhabitants they protect, and their internal struggles and dreams in the face of a corruption that threatens to change their world. 
It's a beautiful game in this wonderful, fully realized underwater setting. The Kickstarter ended successfully a few weeks ago, but you can pre-order the game on Backerkit now. Head over to DescentIntoMidnight.com to learn more and to follow the pre-order link. Finally, DesignDot is a creation of DesignDoc and part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Our hosts are me, Hannah Schaefer, and Evan Rowland. The Ski Bike Rumination was written by me, Hannah, and edited by Evan Rowland. Our theme song was written by Pat King. Our contemplative intermission music is New Ages One by Little Dog Big Ears. Follow us at DesignDocPod on Twitter, email us at designdocpod at gmail.com, and find more great shows on oneshotpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, heroes. Stay safe out there. We'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.